WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Kaylee. I'm Steve. And this is WCSG Backstage. Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. We are so happy to be back with you. We are all in one room again. We are still socially distant. Socially distant, yes. There are six feet between all of us. We actually have a room now where we can do that. Yes. (laughs) It's nice. Thank you for your patience as we have officially made the move from our old building to the new one. And as we get things started this episode, one thing that we cannot stop talking about is school. It is certainly different this year, but as we head into virtual and in-person learning, wanted to take a moment to highlight and celebrate some of our favorite teachers. Steve, why don't you go first? And I feel like you have to say your parents are they teachers <laughs> yes they are teachers but i never had them oh nice oh. was that your choice yeah. or their choice that's just the way it worked out oh that's yeah. nice yeah both my sisters who are younger they got my mom in elementary school and then <laughs> because they went on to become teachers they got my dad in college mm. but i never had the pleasure so i will talk about my fourth grade teacher mr pope And this was a hard year for me. I transitioned from public school to Christian school, and the academic standards were higher, and I already wasn't a great student. And this was this teacher's first year teaching. He had been in the military. Oh. Uh, But he had a really soft heart. He had recently become a believer himself. So it was this weird balance of the way he administered discipline was push-ups. Wow. Instead of sending you to the principal or out into the timeout or whatever. I noticed your arms are a little bulky. Oh, yeah, right. That's from fourth (laughs) grade. From fourth grade. Um, But he also would, like, whenever he had to, you know, talk, have a talking to with me, he would bring God into it because Mm. that was all really fresh for him. So, anyway, it was just a really formative year for me, and it was great to have uh, a male role model at that time. So, Mr. Pope. Nice. Well, I come from a family of a lot of teachers, like aunts, uncles, several teachers. I have two cousins who are now teachers, which is really weird to think (laughs) about. But I've got to say, probably one of my favorite teachers I had in high school, Senora Jacobs, her name, Spanish class. And I started my high school, it was really difficult. I started my first day of high school not knowing anybody. Mm. I had just moved to West Michigan like two days before Mm. I started high school and I didn't have her officially until I think my junior year of high school but I was really plugged into the Spanish program at my school I had someone else up and until then and she was just really kind and really helpful I still appreciate that she let me make up some points on a test that I failed because (laughs) I was away in Europe for over a week and didn't learn the stuff i mean same it happens to all of us i know i i couldn't figure out those sandal verbs on the test (laughs) it went downhill from there but she was just really awesome and uh we're still in touch and she's still supportive and god bless her she got to deal with my brother for Mm. four years after i graduated so and she made it she did she did make it (laughs) i think she likes me more than my brother though (laughs) All right, well, I'm going to go with uh, my music teacher. In fifth grade, you had to decide if you're going to do choir, 
band orchestra. I tried orchestra and then played the violin for a little bit. That didn't work hmm. out, so I did. You um, played the violin for a little bit for a hot minute. I have known like, you like I forever. vividly I I can remember <laughs> sitting on my bed and like plucking around with it. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's probably more cute girls in choir class, so I'll do that. And I've been singing ever since. Uh, when I got to middle school, I met Miss McCullum. And I had her for sixth grade, but she also bounced back and forth between the two different uh, middle schools. Well, then I moved between sixth and seventh grade and went to a different middle school, still had her as my music teacher. But it was in that sixth grade that I was also the water boy on the football team because I didn't want to play football, but I wanted to help out and you be sportsy. You didn't have pastor push-ups I did not. Steve did as a teacher. <laughs> and uh, it was, the football team was coached by Mr. Manier. Well, eventually, Mr. Manier and Miss McCullum got together. I'm not holding any responsibility, but maybe there was an overlap there. And they ended up getting married. I sang in their wedding. You sang oh in their wedding? Yeah, got to sing oh, in their wedding. And so cute. they've been... And you brought drinks of water to everyone. Yeah, well. that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. parched. <laughs> and so we've always been very close. Well, she's, she was the one that encouraged me to head to Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp, which sent me to Europe for a couple of weeks. And with do, Kaylee? Nope. No. Nope, Kaylee. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> uh, I went to be a part of Michigan Honors Choir for several years because of that. But I think the reason why it really uh, just kind of comes together is now she is actively involved in my daughter's life by doing voice lessons and piano lessons through oh. Zoom, socially wow. distant, because she's on the other side of the state now. So that's kind of cool. That oh, is. That's awesome. Very when cool. you talk about favorite teachers, I have a hard time remembering high school because I feel like I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> but um, I often want to just think about the teachers that my kids have had because mm. there are some that can make parents' lives exceptionally difficult and others yeah. that are like, hey, we get it. You work. We understand. Like, we got to be chill about this and, you know, we just take care of each other the best that we can. Um, so I guess I want to give a shout out to Stephanie Woods. She's been an amazing teacher for my little boys. Her kids went to daycare with my kids mm. and so they we all kind of had this understanding of like, well, if they went to Bob and Connie's, here are the rules that they know. And so we need to make sure they stick to those rules. She was one that treated the kids with respect and talked at their level and not talked down to them. Mm -hmm. And even though my kids don't have her anymore as a teacher, I mean, she'll still often just text and ask how the boys are doing mm -hmm. and her older kids played soccer with my older kids. And so it's just really a become a friend instead of just a, a teacher. So I do appreciate her. But then in high school, I had a couple English teachers that um, Mr. Stander and Miss Deem. Um, she was always a mystery to me because I never knew like why she didn't get married. And when you're in high school, you just assume every woman of her age would, right. would have been married. Yeah. Um, but she, they were both people who said, use your own voice in your writing. And oh. I think that really has helped me just in my career where you use your own voice and you're talking and you're storytelling. Well, even and your writing is really good like thanks. that too. Yeah. yeah, and just, you know, you're going to communicate better if you say it from the heart instead of something that you think I want to read. Mm. So mm -hmm. they both really left a big mark. Don't think, just answer. All right, well, it is time for another round of Don't Think, Just Answer. We have got a three-way tie going right now with Jeremy, Amanda, and Tom. They have 19 each, so let's see if Kaylee can climb to the top. I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no, uh, okay, You know just, how this works, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I know. I'm just tired today. I want I want to break the record. That's why I'm nervous. I told my Stephen Curtis Chapman has the record. I don't see anybody breaking that. I don't know. that is what true. is it? Like he, he He's just a chatterbox too. So many. Yeah. I think that he, he might have focused extra time. on the don't think part. 
He just <laughs> answer. Just answer. Just answer. First word that came okay, to that's mind. That's going to be me. So, all right. And this is just a reminder. You have 60 seconds on the clock to answer as many of these questions mm-hmm. as you can. So. And I'm setting the clock. And all right. here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Iron Man or Batman? Batman. Salad or sandwich? Sandwich. Online shopping or go to the mall? Go to the mall. Cinderella or Snow White? Cinderella. <laughs> Front row seats or backstage passes? Backstage pass. Pokemon or Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes. High School Musical or Teen Beach Movie? <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> take a nap or take a bath? Take a nap. Frosted Flakes or Cheerios? Cheerios. Jim or Dwight? Dwight. Weekend away or weekend at home? Weekend away. Hot Rod or Pickup Truck? Uh, hot Rod. Pizza or Chick-fil-A? Pizza. Skydive or Scuba Dive? Scuba Dive. NYC or LA? NYC. Uh, Tiger King or The Office? The <laughs> Office. Playground slide or swings? Swings. A day at the beach or a walk through the woods? Beach. Uh, night owl or early bird? Night owl. Disney Plus or Netflix? Netflix. <laughs> Europe, Asia, or Australia? Europe. Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. I got no more questions. <laughs> 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 like three seconds left. So I think I, I went through all of mine too. I had to make one up on the spot. I think you so probably. So I did seven. Wow. I, 22. Okay, there you go. 22. So Kaylee's in the lead. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so what Great we have job. learned from this is Kaylee is the best at not thinking. <laughs> well, like, I, did you answer truthfully? Yeah, I answered them? them truthfully. Well, yeah. There you go. Congratulations. I mean, I said a day. A, a day at the beach or a walk through the woods, and you just said beach. You didn't say a day at the beach. You're supposed so to say So that's shaved off some whole, time. Yes. A day at the beach. Yes. Hey, one of the things that we're taught, though, by our coach is word economy. That's, that's true. true. Hey, yeah, yeah I was just following the rules. Well, good job. We've still got Dodd to squeeze in, so we'll see if he can beat you next and, time. And, mm-hmm. and not to like throw Dodd under the bus, but I feel like he always really thinks through his answers. Oh, he does. He yeah. does. Because so. he's very analytical. Well, and like a truth teller. Yes. So I think that's not the worst <laughs> thing. Well, it's been really easy, especially as of late, to stumble into some really negative news. So we've dug up the best news we can find uh, to give you a break, breath of fresh air. Kaylee, what is your tell me something good story? Okay, I love this. It's giving me some wedding inspiration. So, wait, wait, wait. Wedding inspiration? Do we Uh, need to touch on on this? No. No, we don't. I don't know. There's a ring on your finger. It's a promise ring. It's a promise (laughs) ring. All right. Well, we won't dive too much into that. Tell us your story. You you need to let us live vicariously through you. (laughs) Yes, you can. Okay, moving on. This couple, was their wedding day, and they were going to do the whole first look thing before the ceremony. So the groom had his back turned. And, you know, they did the whole tap on the shoulder thing, and he turned around, and it was actually his brother in their mother's wedding dress. Oh! <laughs> okay. Of the bride. Okay. So she punked him big time. Uh, I feel like that maybe helps curb the nervousness a little yes. bit. Sure. He can have yes. a little comedic yeah. relief. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, okay, right. I'm 38, and I'm just a little feeling like I'm out of the loop. Is there a reveal thing that's a big deal? From it's, weddings? Like, I didn't realize it, this was a thing. Some people will, like, see each other before the ceremony. Instead of waiting for the ceremony yeah, to happen to be the big But they make it like, of, a, like a moment. Yeah, they oh. do. I, oh. for one, do not want to do that. I like the sending my brother idea instead. <laughs> like, I really feel like that's a good idea. A lot of people do the first look because they want to do pictures before the wedding. Oh, they want to be courteous right. to their guests and get gotcha. all those done ahead of time. And so it's like an opportunity to have that <gasps> moment. 
before you do the down. pictures and then so you don't get that when you're doing the walk down the aisle right. but you still get it got so it i, I thought it was like a new thing aisle. like along the same lines as gender reveal and oh, right. promposals and all that other stuff <laughs> yeah, that no, i just, it's just it was a way, way after i was done with all okay. a little bit, i got it that makes sense no. so. i will go next and mine also has nothing to do with coronavirus so yes yeah Yay. yeah oh, uh okay so this british wood carver his name is colin he purchased what he thought was a box of fragments of stained glass when it went up for auction. This is last year. Uh, he meant to use it to create these original windows in his handcrafted doors, but he actually stumbled into an 80-year-old mystery. Ooh. Uh, he got this box for 300 pounds, and when he went to pick it up, it was like covered in dirt, took six guys to carry. It was like there was a lot in there, Whoa. more than he realized. He spent the next few months restoring and cleaning these windows, and he noticed the word St. Mary's inscribed in the glass and became oh. curious. So he started digging into the origin of these windows and found that they uh, went missing during World War II. Hmm. <gasps> 1939, this church, they had you know this beautiful like 20 by 12 window that shined down on the, uh, like the, the altar or whatever, and so they removed it to protect it from Nazi bombings, oh, wow. mm-hmm. and they put it along with a bunch of other windows from the church into this crate, and they actually buried it, and then the church actually was bombed, so people like were more concerned about this church, how we're going to restore the church, and they had forgotten about sure. uh, all the windows. And they probably all had their own personal things going on, yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it Everything. like was... It took like 20 years to like restore this church. Whoever buried those windows, maybe they passed away or mm. something and it was just kind of lost. But when this guy Colin learned all this, he like contacted the vicar cuz the church still exists. Mm. But the guy like declined. He was like the mm. uh, windows are an important part of the church's history which dates back to 1830. And as nice as it would be to see them, a lot has changed for the church for the better. And so it wouldn't be practical to have them back. Back in 2009, they actually put like a new modern glass like window that mm. they paid like 80,000 pounds for. Jeez. So wow. I don't know if things have changed for the church theologically or whatever. Right. But Colin just says, I am not sure what I'm going to do with the glass now that I cleaned it up. But uh, it's great to have, you know, kind of found this piece of history. Yeah, sure. I feel like so, there's got to be a museum that'd be like, we'll yeah. take that. I would think yeah. they very much. even like in the town where yeah. the church mm-hmm. is. So. Let's wow. go do some like art like installation with it or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of that podcast. Did you guys listen to the mystery show? Oh, so yes. good. So good, right? Starly yeah. Kind. And she would go and like search out these mysteries of like, where'd this lunchbox come from? And there was only, I think, like six episodes or something right. before it got canceled. But mm-hmm. if you are looking for something that will get your brain moving and it's clean, it's family friendly, like right. it might be. Worth a listen. All right. Well, we're going to celebrate the birthday of Julia Kelly for my Tell Me Something Good. She is from North Carolina, and uh, she is a centenarian. I'm not sure if that's exactly how you say it. She's She's celebrating 100 years old. She recently uh, celebrated her 100th birthday, and because of coronavirus, they had to do the drive-through thing. But the focus of the story is the fact that she celebrated with 173 of her descendants. Okay. Right. Yeah. So here's how it all breaks down. She had five children. Amongst those five children, they have had 30 grandchildren, 88 great grandchildren, 49 great great grandchildren, and she also has one great 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 grandchild. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, Steve, you have two grandchildren. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine multiplying that by 15 to have 30? 
know. And I'm just trying to think of like, <laughs> Christmas grandmas have insane. always been really notoriously good at remembering everybody's yeah. birthday, yeah, exactly. all the cards, right. all the gifts, like remembering each and every one of their names. At what point did she just tap out? Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Exactly. I'm done. <laughs> I, I feel like after grandkid, like 10, yeah. like, you yeah. know? Yeah. My but she was have, all oh smiles and very excited about the celebration. <laughs> I think there was at one point even somebody who drove through and just like rained dollar bills on her. It was a very much <laughs> wow. a celebration and party. Uh, so anyways, I happy birthday to her. I want to be that healthy at 100. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Knowing what was going on. So That's very cool. Good for her. Julia, right? Julia. Happy birthday, yep. Julia. Aww. Well, a lot of restaurants being impacted by COVID, obviously, mm-hmm. and so many of them, unfortunately, they closed their doors back in March and April, yeah. and they are just not going to open again. And and that's really sad. Uh, but there was one called Mary's Diner in North Carolina. Uh, the owner, her name is Mary, and she knew that her restaurant was going to have to close like for good. She just could not do it. But in her closing, she found a really cool way to help others. There were some pictures in the restaurant. Sometimes you go and there's like, um, you know, local artists have painted things or Mm -hmm. elementary students. And so instead of auctioning those off and keeping the money for herself, she raised $5,000 and then gave it to another family that was struggling to keep their restaurant afloat. Mm, She said, I didn't even have a second thought. I just wanted to help my friends. I wanted to be able to pay it forward. It's a family owned business and I wanted to give them a fighting chance. So she took that money and gave it to them instead. Thanks again for listening to WCSG Backstage. Each show, we close the episode out with a deep cut. Steve, what do you have for us? Ooh, I'm excited. Steve always picks good ones. (laughs) uh, So I discovered this guy. His name is Andrew Osenga. He's got this album called The Painted Desert. How did you stumble upon him? Yeah. Spotify. Okay. Okay. Uh, The cover of this thing looks a little homemade, but... He's kind of one of those like contemplative singer-songwriter types that I'm finding the older I get, I kind of, I don't know, like I'm sort of drawn to. So this song is called Worry, and I'm not going to like say too much about it, but I feel like it's kind of where I live lately. I, mm. I struggle a little bit with anxiety and worry, and it has really sort of convicted me a little bit. It's just good. It reminds me of what Jesus says, you know, in the Gospels about like, tomorrow we'll take care of itself you know Mm. Uh, there's enough worry for tomorrow you don't have to do that anyway i think maybe in the times we find ourselves in somebody listening um you know maybe this will encourage them to hear this so worry by andrew osenga all right i'm jeremy i'm amanda i'm kaylee i'm steve and this is wcsg backstage why do you worry my dear friend i i know you're hurting with no end i I feel your anger, recognize it like my face in a pool. Worry is killing us, it robs us of today. It won't change anything or take the pain away. We hide in busyness and hear ourselves say that we trust the hand of God. Never enough Worry is 
killing us It robs us of today It won't change anything Or take the 